When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn around and look at the damn camera, Mad Dog Russo, when I'm talking to you. You don't turn away in the cold open and be talking to somebody else. You got to be ready. It's 10 a.m. your time. It's 7 a.m. my time. I know it's L.A. I know because I'm three hours behind. You thought I wouldn't have the energy for you, but you were talking smack. You got me woken up three hours ago. I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for what's coming your way. Jay Williams, what's up, baby? I like the hoodie with the blazer. Everybody can't rock that with the shaved head and all of that stuff, but you pulling it off. Congratulations. Congratulations. First take is in the house. Fix your face, doggy. You in a world of trouble. Whoa! Let's go. Good day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into First Take. Thank you for being with us. Happy holidays. I feel like we're in the spirit. We're in the home stretch, right? No, we are. Wednesday, Love we the got Christopher today, Mad Dog Russo. Yeah, it is a I little festive. Yeah, I like but it. But maybe a little more New Year's. Okay, that's fine, you know, though. Whatever. We're bridging that the gap. That black? That black, yes, that's the Black Widow look. That's the Black Hi, Widow Steven. look. Hi, Steven. Good morning. Black Widow. How, what's going how's on? your morning going in L.A.? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Life is okay. all right. All right, that's, that's good to hear. Jay Will's oh, yeah. in the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, by the way, just so you know, before Doggy opens his mouth. Yeah. Um, Brick has been summoned to Port Charles. Oh, here we go. General Hospital. That is why I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? I got to go and tape some scenes today. But, you know, Brick has been summoned to General Hospital. What's, what's got, Brick? Hold on. What's I need to know. Today? Yeah, what's, what is, what's Brick doing in these scenes? Like, Brick I, need, is, I Brick, need a teaser. Brick, Brick is a surveillance expert no, for the I mob. I know that. Uh, for the mob. Last week, yeah. last week when I was saying, you for the mob, for the mob, for the pow, 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 pow. Yeah. <laughs> but the point, last week. <laughs> you were chewing like that in the mob. Last, yeah. last week. Thanks for clearing up what the mob is for us. You know what I'm saying? But last week, last week, you know, they wanted to, you know, set up the love interest, you know, for Brick. So we got that going on. He's been saying the love interest for like 10 years. And today. And today is some mob scene, so you know okay. I just brick, bricks as, in the house. As long talk. as the love interest don't be happening on Sundays for you, I'm I'm okay with that. No, 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 this man is Don't on my feed all day you. long. I got to talk football because there's a lot to get into there as well. Let's do, let's do. Oh, just kidding. We're Hi, starting doggy. in basketball. Hi, doggy. Oh, oh, oh doggy. That's not, I'm sorry. I did it wrong. I, I did it wrong, he's got doggy. A life. This is how yeah, you do yeah. it, doggy. He, he's, he's excited. Look That's what doggy he's does. Got a little he's excited about General Hospital and his love interest. Oh, my goodness. He's got he's a little life. He's ready to go. You and I have talked that it's a major problem. He's just dead as a doornail when he's out there. You yeah. caught me last night. Let's keep him awake today. Yeah, I did. And, and I took care of I was like, I called him. Just make sure you say love interest on Sundays. Let it all come together for you soon. I'm going to be Google searching as soon as I'm done teeing up this topic. Don't you worry. This dude. 
All right, let's go. Uh, John Morant returned to the court on Tuesday after his 25-game suspension, finishing with 34 points in the game-winning buzzer beater in a 115-113 win against the Pelicans. Ja is back, folks, and he is better than ever. Oh, and did I mention he's keeping receipts? Job running off the floor, uh, someone caught you on camera saying, I keep receipts. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? And secondly, what was your I meeting? feel like it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I remember everything that was said. All right, uh, LeBron impressed with Jaws' debut as well, tweeting this out after the game. Uh, Stephen A., yeah. how impressive is Ja? Well, the brother's a superstar. All right, so it's not surprising. If you remember, Molly, go back to the tapes, the first take when I said when I talked about him, and I said from the very beginning, when this brother comes back after a 25-game absence, he is going to wreak havoc. This is a superstar caliber player. He's unstoppable. You can't stop him from getting into the lane. He can do that when he wants to. I'm just looking at some of the notes here. 50% shooting, 12 or 24 from the field, even though he missed all of his threes, probably because he was winded, eight assists, six rebounds, although five turnovers in 35 minutes. Who cares about that? Look at his points in the second half. After seven points in the first half, 27 points on 56% shooting, scored eight of Memphis's 12 clutch points, uh, you know, 12 points in clutch time. You just look at it from that perspective. I don't know why the hell Willie Green kept putting Herbert Jones on him. I don't understand that one, but that's a different subject for another day. But John Moran, is absolutely sensational and I not only that he's mission minded he's on a mission he knows it's his fault that this team is in a 6 and 19 hole coming in the last night's game he knows that if he was on that floor they wouldn't have been in that situation so he could talk about keeping receipts all he wants to Jay Williams Mad Dog Russo I'm gonna tell you who he should be keeping the receipts against when he did his press conference on Friday okay he talked about how he hadn't spoken to any players Nobody caught them. That's what he said. I don't know how accurate that was, but considering the quote-unquote brotherhood that is supposed to exist in the NBA, Jay Williams, and I'll defer to you, mm. but considering the brotherhood that is supposed to exist, for you to be suspended for 25 games for nobody, for nobody on, on any level in the NBA to reach out to you, check on you, see how you're doing, the whole bit. As far as I'm concerned, those are the receipts he should be keeping. In terms of the media, listen, you did what you did. It was in the news. The commissioner suspended you. You you you, you verbalized mea culpas. Whatever receipts that you keep, and it shouldn't be with anybody, any pundits or commentators on the air. It should be with the cats that never called to check up on you. You should be taking it out all on them because Memphis needs you to in order to get back into the playoff picture, which I believe he will do. I believe that Memphis will find themselves overcoming this 6-19 and 19 hole because of Ja Morant, and they'll make it to the play-in game, and they'll make it to the playoffs because of that, brother. That's how great he is. Stephen A., before, before I uh, address everybody, I, I just want to hear Ja Morant say that one more time. Can we play it back, please? Job running off the floor, uh, someone caught you on camera saying, I keep receipts. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? And secondly, what was your I meeting? I feel like it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I remember everything that was said. I hope he wrote down every name of every individual, media, player, 
whatever Ja Morant needs to do. You know why, Stephen A? Because you and I are both in the same boat. We want to see Ja Morant win as a human being. Mm -hmm. I want to see him win. I don't want to hear anything else about things happening off the court or, you know, pistols or things of that sort, all these political conversations around that subject matter. I don't need to hear any of that. I want to see Ja Morant be the electric, prolific player that I saw last night. I want to see him win in the game of life and him get his team to the playoffs despite them not having Steve Adams, despite them not having Brandon Clark, despite them not having you know other big-time players on this team to help them get there where he's at because that's the player who he deserves to be. So, you know, in the game of basketball, I used to keep receipts of writers. Seth Davis, who is my friend now, I had his name plastered on my wall about I was going to be a top NBA draft pick or I had all these issues. Whatever John Morant needs to do to get there. If that's you, Stephen A. Smith, and how you felt about, you know, the punitive decisions around his suspension, if that's me, I don't give a damn. Whoever it is, whatever keeps John Morant to make the right decisions in his life off the court to keep him hungry and incentivized to be the beast that we saw last night, whatever it needs to do for him to be the player he was, Please, John Morant, keep all the receipts in the world because the game of basketball has missed you. Doggy, this dude has a chance to be the face of the NBA. Well, he's a great player. His talent yeah, jumps absolutely. off the page more than anybody I've seen in the game of basketball today. That's, that's my decision. I love watching him play every possession. So if that's what he needs to use as fuel to get him there, please, by all means, John Morant, keep all the receipts you need, brother. But he's making it sound like they didn't do anything wrong. But it's fine. He like, got suspended twice, and he lied to and He, lied he didn't to say he didn't do anything wrong. Well, I mean, when you say I'm keeping receipts, yes. that's an indication that you got wronged by people in the NBA. No. He didn't get wronged. He no, got, it's not. He got suspended twice, and he lied to the commissioner. They got 25 games. I don't, I don't think that's an indication that he got wronged. I just think that's how athletes are built, doggy. Like, we can do things wrong, and when the whole world seems against you, when you're by yourself, you don't get calls from former players checking in on you. That's your natural, that's your natural like feeling and vibe to have. That's how you compete. It's but, always you but, against but the world. Not saying you know, it's wait, right. Can I say one thing, Doggy? To your point, I get what you're saying. Like it's self-inflicted. You you weren't you weren't the victim in this. But in, in the same breath, if he's using it as fuel and motivation, good for him. Go he for it. He should use the idea that he put his team in a bad way. He's got himself in some trouble twice, and he should look at this as a way to resurrect his career and play great basketball. He should not look at this, I'm keeping receipts. Receipts from who? What, because somebody didn't call you? Uh, Because a player didn't call you saying, you know what, I feel bad. How you doing? First of all, we don't know if that's accurate or not. He's telling us, but we don't know this. You're telling me not one player, not one teammate, not one coach, not one broadcaster, not one, not not a college. You're telling me nobody called him in the last 25 days? No, he didn't say his teammate, though, though. He didn't say, he wasn't talking about his teammate because he was with his teammates. He was allowed to be with his teammates. He wasn't talking about that. Okay. Yeah. You tell me that one, not one player in the league, not one. Yeah, that's guy, what he Dylan said. Brooks, that's Houston. what he. That, that's what called. he said. Do you that, believe that's that? That's what he said. Do you I, believe I'm that? I'm a split. No, no I, I, you know, listen. I'm gonna take him at his word. If he said nobody called him, he said nobody called him. I mean, I, why would I think he's lying? I mean, what, what, why, why, why lie about that? That's what he says. I believe him. But I, I will say this to you: I'm gonna split the baby down the middle per se. Jay Williams, I do understand where Doggy is coming from as it pertains to the media. The, the fact of the matter is, is that. We didn't know anything about what happened. If you want to blame anybody, keep receipts for your boys who who stupidly put you on Instagram Live to put you in that position. That wasn't our fault. That wasn't mm-hmm. the media's fault. 
That was his boy's fault. So let's get that. Let's get that out the way. How the hell, should, Jay? You doing something, and I'm your boy, and I'm gonna put it on Instagram live while you doing it. But then I'm gonna turn around and look at other people. No, that's your crew. That's who did that. Number one. Number two. Let me tell you where I hope. Where I hope and pray. He holds, and this is not about me, but I hope he holds me accountable and he keeps receipts for me. This is what I want John Morant to keep receipts about me, Jay. When that brother was getting blown out by 40 in the first round closeout game to the mm. Lakers and they mm. were on the bench laughing. That's what I want him to keep receipts for. See, the other stuff is just news. This is this, this, this the news. It's what happened. Adam Silver had to come down with the hammer. We heard reports about how you told the commissioner one thing, you lied to his face, and then came out and violated his trust, which is why he brought down the hammer with the 25-game suspension. That's, that's news. We, we, we got to do our jobs. That, that's it. What I'm saying is I'm sitting baseline at the Crypto.com Arena, a name that I still despise saying, by the way. I'm not saying Staples Center, but that's neither here nor there. Okay? I'm sitting courtside, and the Lakers are up by damn near 40. In a closeout game because Dylan Brooks had agitated LeBron James. LeBron James goes out there, puts on the show. Anthony Davis and Hachimura and the crew did their thing. And they are annihilating the Memphis Grizzlies. And that superstar for the Memphis Grizzlies was sitting on a bench with a smile on his face. Laughing. It wasn't funny. It was embarrassing. That's what I want him. To hold us accountable. Now, the players, your contemporaries in the league, if they didn't check on you, that's kind of shady because it's a brotherhood. And, damn, you're going through a lot. It would have been nice for them to call them in the whole bit. That's fine. Yeah. He's going to go up against them on the basketball court. But in terms of the media, oh, yes, I hope he owes it. Because, see, I want them to know this, Jay. Somebody like me, especially somebody like me, when I go to games, I watch all of that. I watch your body language. I watch mm -hmm. how you communicate. I watch what your mentality is. Remember when the Lakers doggy three-peated uh, and, and they three-peated and then they went against San Antonio and, and Tim Duncan and them romped them? Do you remember that Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal were on the bench crying? Do you remember that? Yeah, Kobe sure had did. tears running down his face. Remember when Michael Irvin had to stand on the sidelines in Philadelphia when they were being mocked and the career and his career was coming to an end and he saw how trashy, that's not a word, but I'm using it, how, how much trash the Dallas Cowboys were at that particular moment in time. He was on the sideline crying. Why? Because he knew he yeah. was surrounded with teammates that didn't care nearly as much as him. See, that's what we look for. It's not just about your performance in between the lines. It's about the attitude you bring to it. I remember Jay Will, all right, at Duke. When you win a national champion, you win a player of the year. You were a dog, bro. You came out there wherever. You had an attitude. You think you got attitude with me when you were debating on the air some damn times? Go back and watch Jay Williams playing. The brother had attitude walking into arena after arena. I'm here to bust y'all living. You know what? I don't give a damn how y'all feel about it. That's what we're looking for. That's the John Morant we saw last night. And that's who we want to see moving forward. I don't want to see no smiles when you get your ass kicked. I want to see attitude. I want you. I want to see that dude saying, I'm going to bust y'all. You living, you know what? Y'all better ask somebody who the hell I am. You must have forgot. That's what I want to see from John Morant. And that's what we saw last night. And it is special. I agree. Doggy, I, I just want to make sure I'm clarifying. Do you think he was playing the victim last night? Is I, a little bit. Yeah, really? a little bit. I'm taking receipts. Uh, hold on now. You're the one who got yourself in trouble. Taking receipts from what exactly? Go score, win the game, and that's the end of it. I don't know why you got to put attention to yourself. I'm taking receipts. He put himself in trouble. Did he not?
Let that me, was his fault, was it? Uh, let, me, let me give you some insight real quick on just being a former player. Um, number one, not a politician. It doesn't absolve me from saying the right things or understanding how to say the right things, but obviously my skill set is to play the game of basketball at a very high level. I, I, don't, I haven't spent 20 years in front of a camera understanding how to talk, to abide to everybody, how, what they need me to be, and not making an excuse at all. But number two, we, you never see me gloat about things that I've accomplished, right? Like as a former player, you know, like, oh, I was two-time not – you don't say things like that. I remember my losses way more than I remember my championships. Absolutely, yeah. I can go back and tell you about the time that we lost to – you know, my freshman year lost to Florida, and Florida ends up losing to Michigan State in the championship game. I can tell you my junior year, by the time, you know, we lose to IU, I miss a free throw to end my college career. IU loses to Maryland in the championship game, a team we beat twice that year, right? I remember my losses way more than I remember my wins. So a lot of times athletes, the way we're built – is the knocks that we have, even though they may be warranted, they may be accurate, because maybe it's hard for me to deal with youth and fame and power and all this stuff. I didn't make all the maturity decisions because you're watching me grow in front of your eyes, but I remember those things because those things motivate me to be better on the court and to be a better person. So I, I, I think that just to try to help you relate to Ja, I don't think it was playing victim. I think this, mm -hmm. that's just how athletes are naturally built. We remember where we went wrong more so than where we went right. You know what I mean? But shouldn't he be just motivated by the fact he hasn't played in 25 games and his team is 6-19? and 19? I think that's what he was talking about. Well, I he brought it, up receipts, which indicates – Because that means shots from everybody, shots from people. Shot some people on his character, who he wants to be. Shots on his family. It may be warranted. It doesn't mean he Jay. can't use that as motivation, though. That's what I think Jay. he means by receipts. Jay, I, 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 let me say this. You think I'm wrong, show. Stephen A? Yes. Really? I'm gonna tell you. Let me let me explain why. You're not wrong <laughs> with what you're saying. You're right. I apologize. You're right. But you're wrong to be the one saying it, because very few people call out players more than you. Oh, I call you yes. in terms of their, in, ter in terms of their behavior. So what I'm saying to you is that what Doggy says, I'm saying falls in line with what you usually say. If you look at you when players transgress and they do stuff that gets in the way of their own success, and I'm not saying you're wrong for doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm just simply saying this morning what you're explaining. When I heard Doggy's point, I thought. You would agree with it because I'm accustomed to seeing you do it. So I get your point. You're not wrong with what you're articulating. But even in the process of articulating what you just did, Jay Williams, you're the one who's usually in the front of the line saying, yo, man, y'all got to do better. This is about yes. life. What about your behavior? This is how you conduct yeah. yourself. We don't want to hear this, this and that. All Doggy is saying to me is what you usually say. That's all I'm saying. No, I, but he didn't say names. No, no, I know that. that I'm, I, I, no, no, I I'm just guys, talking about guys, the principle. I think, I think both right. things can be true. I think you both can be They're right. Both things can doggies, be true. Yeah, doggies just a little true. more old school with it. Like, come out, do your thing. Don't make it about other people. And you're just saying use anything as motivation. So I think it's just a difference of opinion. But you both can be absolutely right. And listen, if this is a sign of things to come, game-winning buzzer beater, 34 points, things are going in the right direction. When and he's a great things, player. He's going to do this. You do things, when you do things to get in the way of your own success as an athlete. Agreed. Yeah. Jay yes. Williams is usually at the front of the line calling that out. And, I, and, and exactly. you're not wrong. No, no, no. I'm yes. not chiding you for it. Yeah. You're no, right. No. Yeah. I'm just saying right. it's what you do. I want to get to some football. That's what Doggy was talking about. On a lighter note, Stephen A., did you see night. my suit? 
Did you see this? The what? Just, I just want to make sure you saw my suit. Just make sure um, you saw it. I can't and see what's so much from here. Is it a little spark? Is it, I see a little spark, a little glitter there. Is that true? So in other words, instead of calling you black, instead of calling you black. Part of the sparkle is just my natural sparkle. Well, that's not a natural sparkle. No, no, that's not true. But the point is, is that just instead of instead of Black Widow, you're saying it, you know, you use sibling of the late great Michael Jackson. Is that what you do? I mean, I'll take that. Sparkling black? Is that yeah. what you do? I'm just saying. Jay, you can see talented. it clear more than me, Jay. Talented. Where's the super glove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the white glove, Molly? Where's the white glove? The glove will be the white glove. gloves. That's right. a beautiful outfit. And a nice, and a very nice. Don't say he. You like the cross? Very nice cross. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Settle down, Tiger. Don't I need to lighten the mood a little. Okay. Stephen A. Okay. You and your imitations. The only good one you have is the West Indian accent because you're actually West Indian. Actually, I imitate a lot of people very well, which my sisters would tell you. You do? Like who? Let me get started with you. Who? Let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, we've already seen you do the walk. Let's talk football. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5X miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. All right, so the 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles have already clinched their spots in the playoffs, but their spots are not set. So with the fight for the one seed coming down to the end of the season, Mad Dog. Yep. Uh, I want to know this. Which NFC quarterback do you want the most? <laughs> oh, look who's here. There he is. Hey, hey my buddy. Swaggo. Back in the house. Swaggo, we miss you. I didn't, kind of What's up, I, hey, I didn't get that kind of What's up, I didn't get that kind of What's up, I haven't seen you. Hey, man, nobody talking to you. Nobody talking to you right now. Let okay. Molly talk to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Let her like talk to me. Nobody's it's like talking that. Excuse to me. you. It's like that. Sam Tanucci's going to kill me. Yeah, because you interjected but, um, on my love. Hey, <laughs> Stephen A., did you hear about Marcus's daughter? Swaggo. What about Family's Family's the real deal. Family oh, I know is, that. is the real yeah, deal. Congratulations. Stephen A., Stephen A. in. Molly, question for you. Yeah, yeah. Molly Q. Yeah. Uh, did you bring a playbill for 
for MJ on Broadway tonight? You <laughs> in that thing? You hear it. You're ridiculous. <laughs> no. And I don't want to hear anything about I have a date or any of this nonsense from any of you. How did that I go, just, by the way, at the Christmas tree oh, I just nonsense. wanted to dress well for the that, show. That, that, oh, you're going to Michael Jackson nonsense. tonight. What are you Molly talking living that good about? life. There is there Listen. is a certain there is a certain glow. You know, I, it don't glow. have to be orange. It don't have to be orange swagoo, but I see it. I see it's it. It's a glow. It, 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 it's a glow. It's a glow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Fluid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She, All right. Like it's the glow, glow you're she, gonna have. She with don't your want nobody interest. to believe it. But I'm general she hospital. don't want nobody to believe it. But this yeah. this this wardrobe has leveled up. Over oh. it. This wardrobe has leveled up. Uh, it's all right. Let's let's move on. Let's get the. It's hydrated. It is hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Never thirsty, always hungry. Okay, Mad Dog, uh, which NFC quarterback, (laughs) you like that, do you want most in this stretch run? I'm still going to take Hurts. You know, Purdy, when um, Samuel and Trent Williams are out, they only averaged 17 points a game and they lost three playoff games. Prescott, although it wasn't his fault on Sunday in Buffalo, wasn't exactly great. Uh, And Hurts threw two bad interceptions the other day. The first one should have been a pass interference in Seattle. But that was a bad play at the end. He looked a little healthier running the ball. He got to a Super Bowl last year. I love his, t- I love his toughness and all that. I will still say Hurts. Not as confident as I would say okay. two or three weeks ago. But, I- again, I know Purdy's had a tremendous year. These Joe Montana comparisons, we'll get to that a little later on, to me is a little overreaching. And Prescott, I know they're three and four on the road, and they've beaten garbage all year long. Carolina, the Giants, Washington, the Chargers. Cowboys don't have a big win except for Philadelphia at home. So I'm going to say Hurts won in Kansas City. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, did a good job there last year, got to a Super Bowl. I understand he's been banged up, and I understand the Eagles aren't playing very well right now. And I'm a little worried about him. At times, he's not as good as he was. But I'm going to take Kurtz as the guy that I have the most confidence with in the NFC, myself. So I yep, I, I, I hear you, Mad Dog, and I feel you. Uh, I'm going to take Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott, over the, the totality of the season, is the guy that I would have confidence in. I know the Buffalo game puts a stain on it, and obviously everybody likes to go back to the San Francisco game. But I've seen him play phenomenal football almost at the highest level in the league. And we, you know, we bring up competition, and that's the thing. But he also beat a Seattle team that we just saw Jalen Hurts and his team lose to. So, doggy, I don't. I, that, that, to me, that kills that argument as far as between him and Jalen Hurts right now. The the other thing is this: like when you think about the Dallas Cowboys and all of these quarterbacks that we're talking about, Brock Purdy obviously is playing the best when it comes to team success. He's playing the best, pushing the ball down the field, QBR, all of that type of stuff. But he's not the first person you think about when you think about the San Francisco 49ers. It's Dak Prescott when you come to the Dallas Cowboys and any level of success to their offense. And I think he's been personally responsible for the success of this offense more than anybody else. So I'm going to go with Dak Prescott in this conversation, even though Brock Purdy is a hard, hard argument and, and shouldn't be dismissed. But Dak Prescott for me. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong. No surprise there. You're going up against me. We understand this. You're a former Dallas Cowboys. You're going with Brock Purdy. We we, we understand. It's going going to be Brock Brock Purdy. Okay. Uh, Of course it is. All right. League leader. Excuse me. (laughs) Among the league leaders in passing against pressure with 56% uh, uh, completions, 10 TDs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's go through some of these numbers with Brock Purdy. All right. He's number one in yards per attempt. Leads the NFL. He's number two behind Tua in pass yards and completion percentage of 69.8. He's number one in TD passes with 29. 
His passer rating leads the NFL at 119. By the way, that 119, only two quarterbacks in NFL history had a higher passer rating than that. That was Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers did it twice, by the way. He's a bad man, okay? We got to take that into consideration. Then we got to take into consideration his performances against Super Bowl contenders would be the Cowboys and the Eagles. Both games, he dropped 42 points on them. Both games, he blew them out. He completed 70% of his passes, averaged about 283 yards, eight touchdowns, not a single interception. Let's throw that out there, okay? This is what we're talking about here right now. In terms of game managers, let's, let's take that into consideration. 62% completions with 10 touchdown passes against only one interception on deep passes. What are we talking about here? We look at the San Francisco 49ers. We got them as the best team in football. We understand Christian McCaffrey is an MVP candidate. We know what Debo is. We'll even lament a couple of games how Purdy looked without Trent Williams and Debo in the lineup because they were hurt. But what we can't take away from is when all their horses are there, what this man has been doing. They're clearly the best team in football. He's clearly leading the pack in that regard. You got the greatest wide receiver in the history of football saying that he resembles Joe Montana. Might be going a bit too far, but damn, if it's Jerry Rice, ain't he qualified to give that kind of evaluation? This is the greatest wide receiver in the history yeah. of football. And so I'm he saying to you, sure. when you take all of that into consideration, combined with the team and the success it's reaped because of his great when we just saw Dak Prescott get beat down and bum-rushed in Buffalo, okay, when we saw it happen to him against Purdy in San Francisco, when we saw what happened to Hurts in Philadelphia, by the way, against Purdy, who was hurt during the NFC Championship game, adding fodder to the notion that the San Francisco 49ers are the ones that should have been in the Super Bowl last year instead of the Philadelphia Eagles if they had had a quarterback because no team in history had lost all four quarterbacks in one season like like they did in Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Purdy, and then Johnson. There's no question that we got to look at them right now. We got to look at somebody like Purdy when we're asking the specific question about NFC quarterbacks. He's clearly above what you got available. Question. I got a question. Sure. I got a question. Because you, you make a great argument. Stephen, who do you think should be the MVP for the San Francisco 49ers? What what player on that team you think should be the MVP of the league? Me personally, me personally, I would say Christian McCaffrey. Me okay. personally. And 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 also, also when we start talking about the San Francisco 49ers, and Brock Purdy is obviously creeping into that. Where right. is he on your list of individual players that affects the game? more than anybody else on that team. You know I know what? he plays would, quarterback. Let me answer. Let so, me answer. I would say, ahead. normally uh -huh. I would say, normally I would tell you, I would say Christian McCaffrey, Debo, and Kyle Shanahan's play calling. Here's the problem. Right. I saw what they looked like without him. When Brock Purdy ain't in the lineup, San Francisco don't look the same. That's why he's an MVP candidate. Yeah. What you, Despite the success okay. that Kyle Shanahan has had with numerous quarterbacks, none of them, not Lance, not Garoppolo, not Mullins, not Johnson, not anybody, nobody in Kyle, Shanahan, in Kyle Shanahan's era in San Francisco has looked like Brock Purdy. Am I lying? You're not lying. You're not lying at all. And I think that's – but 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 I think go ahead, Mad Dog. I, I see you want well, to say something. Two things. I, I'm gonna make a point uh, for out some for reason, you. Steve's not doing the math right. Three what of the games about? this year. Three of the games this year. 
No Williams, no Samuel. They lost all three games, and they averaged 17 points a game. Now, hold on now. He well, also uh, completed 70% of his David, passes twice. David! David! A you said I got my math wrong. Re- I am not finished. Let Mad Dog talk. Let Mad Dog talk. A we quarterback let you talk, is let supposed talk. to raise the level of his team when there are injuries and tough moments. He didn't have two of his players. They lost at Minnesota, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. And as far as you're concerned, Swagoo, the Cowboys are three and four on the road. They've won one good game all year, and that was the Eagles at home. Other than that, they have played garbage. Yep. Carolina, Washington, Giants twice, San Diego. They have beaten no oh, the Chargers. They have beaten nobody. And Hurts won in Kansas City and got to a Super Bowl last year. And you guys want to take Don't bring up last You're year. Don't do that. Don't bring, don't bring, don't bring right up now. last year. We're talking about, right talking about this season. We're and let me tell you right something. Doggy got yeah, that, smart, right that smirk on his face because he know I caught him lying. You know you're in a world of trouble. You brought up the Kansas City game. If Marquez Valdez-Scantlin doesn't drop a surefire touchdown pass in his arms, do the Kansas City Chiefs not win that game? They, Philadelphia should have lost that game. Okay? By the way, Philadelphia's lost three straight. By the way, albeit because he's not been healthy, he's been hobbling. Did they lose to the New York Jets? Did it hurt struggle this year as great as we know he can be? We don't have to go through that. We don't have to go through that. I got a better one. I have a better one. Because Mad Dog killed his argument about Hurts while he was trying to kill mine about Dak Prescott. Mad Dog, just recently, two weeks ago, who did Dak Prescott beat? They split. They went one and one. All right. They beat the Eagles. I did not ask you that. I asked you two weeks ago, who did Dak Prescott beat? He beat Philly. Beat the Philly defense. Okay. After after that game, who did he beat? Prescott, after they beat Philly, he got buried in Who did he beat? Before that game, who did he beat? The Seattle Seahawks, right? Uh, Yes, he did. November 30th. With with Geno Smith, who is the starter. All right. Correct. So you just sat on television and told me that you're going to take Jalen right now because we're not talking about the Super Bowl. I think me and Stephen, they have established that. You just said that you're going to take Jalen Hurts yes. yes. over the quarterback Absolutely. that just beat him two weeks ago All right. and I, I, just yeah. lost to the team that Dak beat before they played Philly. Well, hold on now. That Philly was in Seattle. Philly was in Seattle. Seattle played at Dallas. There's a big difference. That Prescott's got three wins on the road. He got ambushed in San Francisco. Oh, he got annihilated in Buffalo. So why why would you bring up the first game against Philly, which was in Philly, that Dallas lost? Why does that apply to Philly going to damn Seattle, and it don't apply to Dallas going? To, to have to play Philly at home. Dallas why, and Philly is a... That? Marcus, Dallas and Philly are a wash. They both won in each stadium. You can't use the one in Dallas and not talk about the one in Philly and Seattle. You don't think Seattle... Man, no, you used it. You just used it. I'm saying this because of what you said. You... You're, they, who have they beaten this year? Let, let's do Prescott for a minute. Who has who is Prescott Philly beaten this year? Give me a good win. Philly and Seattle, and Seattle Seattle's just not beat that the good. team that you said. Seattle's well, that good? Well, it's man, seven, though, why you put it in the argument when you was talking about Philly then? Why did you put it in the argument? One argument, what you, you lost me. I, no argument. Dallas 
Dallas and Philly split. Man, Seattle lost at Dallas. Me, Prescott played great. Philly played in Seattle. Hurts uh, was fighting. Uh, let me interject. But, but let the me interject. question is, who do I trust more in a big ahead, game hold and hold I it. trust Hurts? Hold it, hold it. You just made an argument against Swagoo about the level of competition. Dak Prescott beat you because we know that most of the teams they beat were mired in last place. Correct. Well, let me show you who Brock Purdy has beaten. He's beaten the Rams, okay? He's beaten the Cowboys, okay? He's beaten Jacksonville. He's beaten Tampa. Dallas He's beat the Rams. He's beaten Seattle. He's beaten Philly. He's beaten Seattle again. So he's beat Dallas, Philly, okay, and, and the Rams, okay? Right. Blew Dallas and Philly out. Yes, Beat up the Rams too. Right. Beat right. Seattle twice. Right. Um. Excuse me. What are you talking about? So, in other words, the level of competition, Dak Prescott. That's what you're holding against him. But you don't want to give credit to Rock Purdy for the competition he's beating. Well, how about how about the three games that Purdy didn't have his whole arsenal of offense? How'd they play? Okay. 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 Then, I'm with you there. Listen. 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 I'm listen. with you there. One Man, game. No, I'm with you there. Me, two of those games he completed 70 percent of his passes. Steve, the one game he played bad was against Cleveland. Steve, they averaged 17 points in the three losses. If he's that yeah, great, see these how come numbers, he didn't do better? See these yeah, numbers? Steve. <laughs> Stephen, you Mark? better than that. You said, better, yeah, than I'm better than that. You better than that. I'm better than that. Y'all you both better stand down. You know because I'm right. You, you know, know I'm right. You I got you numbers right here. Hey, hey, hey. Swagoo, Steve. You are sitting here talking about a 70%. I'm sorry. You Ooh, you slick. You yeah, a I'm slick a, one, man. You, you a hey, slick one. I'm, I'm pretty Let damn good. Prescott That's what it is. I'm pretty good. Would have had 70% completion percentage and averaged 17 points and lost three games in a row. You would have strutted your tail Excuse in that. Excuse me. I am not making an argument. I'm not making an argument against Dak Prescott. This is like that, that SNL skit they did of us, Stephen A. We have gone, seriously, 36 minutes without a commercial break. Okay? We got to get one in? Yes. Okay. Thank you. He's Merry of, Christmas. He's making a lot of money. Happy right, Hanukkah. Happy you know everything. You know what? I don't like the attitude Molly's Steve, giving me right now. I'm going to eat go. some oatmeal. I'm going to eat some oatmeal. Good, I don't like her attitude right now. You need I'm going some to eat fiber. Some hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one. The majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. 
One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Steph Curry and the Warriors overcame a 17-point deficit to beat the Celtics in overtime. Steph led the way, 33 points, 20 of which came in the fourth quarter in OT, despite having five fouls the entire game. Uh, real recognized, real folks. Here's Shaq on Steph Curry. I'm wondering, not saying, I'm just wondering because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career. I'm wondering is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? Best player? Over, you put him over you? In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You yourself Way put better. Steph Curry yes. over you. Yeah, that, this way he's my favorite player. Cause I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. Time. No, I, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay. you know, for all the chiller chatter, is it time to just put him in the conversation? It's like what Stephen A. needs to do. Molly, I put best rest ahead of you, ahead of me. But. It won't happen. Uh, Jay, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll take it to the streets. Jay, well, is Steph worthy of GOAT consideration? First off, you know, it's funny. When you have this conversation, I think you have to preface it by saying, if you don't say that Steph is not the GOAT, then you're not, you're not diminishing his greatness overall. To me, Steph, after winning a championship two years ago, finals MVP, I think he cracked the top ten all-time greatest uh, in my book. Um, to say the GOAT conversation, there are three to four players in the GOAT conversation. If you want to put Bill Russell in that conversation, because ultimately the championships, I can respect that. He wouldn't be in mine, but I would have the likes of Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. If you want to tinker with, with Kobe being right there, I respect that. I know Kenny was talking about that last night. But to me, in that upper, that upper, upper echelon, I have those three players with Kobe kind of right on the outside looking in. To me, that is the GOAT conversation. I think it's more relevant to have a conversation around Steph Curry being top 10 greatest of all time after what he's done over the last several years. That's me. I don't think that diminishes his greatness, Stephen A. That's not a slight to Steph. Steph is my favorite, one of my favorite players to watch in NBA history. I think he's one of the best point guards to ever play the time. If you want to say he's the best point guard ever to play the game over Magic, that's fine. You can say that. I still would take Magic. But when you're talking about the best player to GOAT conversation, you are complete in so many aspects of the game. And I still think Steph, him being fairly above average as a defender, when I look at players like Kobe, when I look at players like MJ, like Braun, like Cap, different level defensively. Jay Williams, with all due respect, that soliloquy was unnecessary. You don't it was to, very you don't necessary to, for me to have my You don't point. have to apologize. You don't have to apologize for it. You don't have to sit up there and couch and hedge everything. No, he's oh, not no. the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. He's not the greatest of all time. You know, when you talk about the greatest of all time, you talk about Michael Jordan, you talk about LeBron James, you talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in my estimation, period. Yeah. Having said that, the real question is, does he warrant the consideration? The answer is yes. Not as a defender. We know what he, he we know he's suspect as a defender, but does he warrant consideration? It's very, very simple. He is the greatest shooter God has ever created. And we're not talking about somebody. And here's where here's where I keep trying to crystallize this for people, Jay, just so you know. Of course, Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard ever, quintessential point guard. 
But if you're talking about impact from the point guard position, you can have that debate about Steph Curry or Magic Johnson. Because, Doggy, what I'm talking about, I'm speaking, don't, don't break down the abilities. I'm talking about impact. When you look at Steph Curry's ability to move without the basketball and how it has defenders' heads on a swivel, from the moment he steps past half court, think about the fright, the fear that instills in an opposing defense. This brother can pull up from 10, 20, 30, 40. We've seen him shoot from 50. And I'm talking about, I ain't talking about some Hail Mary launch. I'm talking about pull up. This brother is ridiculous. And when I look at it from that perspective, that's when I say, of course he's not my GOAT because he's on the other side of the ball. He's average at best defensively. I take all of that into consideration. But when I think impact, when I think impact, somebody saying that about him doesn't make me say, that's just stupid, that's insulting. My answer would be no, but I understand where it comes from. Oh, come on. What? Wait, you just gave the same soliloquy I did. Yeah, exactly. It was quicker. That wasn't that. <laughs> it was quick. It's quicker. You added nothing. I can't with you. You added nothing. I can't with you. <laughs> first off, it's quicker. First off, we got to hear Shaq now do this. Shaq what? is, what, the fifth best center in the history of the NBA? What? Fifth. Fifth. What? what? Shaq. What do you mean, what? Well, who, who's the four Wait, ahead of Shaquille O'Neal? Have you, like you lost name, your you, you damn mind? You? What? You want me Just to name sure, him? go ahead. Kareem. Go ahead. Kareem. Okay. Yeah. Will. No. Uh, I'm oh, not giving my, it to no, Will. No, you guys are crazy. No. I'm not giving it to Will. No. You're not going to put Will Chamberlain, who averaged 50 points a game and scored Wait, who is a game a foot in 30 Who was a you're foot nuts. taller you're than 99% of the league? Oh, yeah, the most nuts. dominant player in NBA history. Who was stopping Shaquille O'Neal in any era? And who's uh, – Tim oh, Duncan is better in, than he is. In, Tim Duncan's better. And well, I tell you something, two other guys. That's not a center. Tim Duncan's Well, Elijah Wan is better. Who beat him four Two-time champion of Shaq's four. Shaq's no scoring four. titles to Shaq's two. What are you talking about? And I'll tell you somebody man. else who's better. You can live where you want. I love Akeem, but he wants Shaq. Oh, he's a better player than Shaq. Oh, God, he's better. First off, he played wait, Shaq wait, and beat a four straight game. Define me better player. Tell me what better player means to you, doggy. I'm waiting for the definition, please. Okay, first off, who did Shaq beat in the NBA final in the pivot? It's not about who you beat. Oh, yes, it is. He beat Jason Collins, Rick Smith, and who, did, who was Philly's the center? Matumbo. And I'll tell you right now. The he's not, than, he's not better than Moses Malone. What? There's no chance. Don't give me that Oh, what? my Lord, why are you no allowed way. to talk basketball? Why he, are you, I love Moses Malone. Elite you think, you think Shaq? You think Shaq? They, they, Malone, Moses Malone, Malone was not Shaq. Help. Not a chance. And he was great, Jeez. but he wasn't Shaq. Help, Lord. Malone led the Jeez. league in rebounding help. six so consecutive what? years. For help so what? He won two MVPs. So he ever, oh, you're nuts. So what did Rodman? Is, here's a is he better than Shaq? Here's a question for you. What did Malone do with a bunch of cast-offs? Against Bird, Parrish, and McHale in the 81 who? Finals. Who, I looked who, who? it up today. 31 and a half and 17 rebounds. Nobody is saying Moses Malone in their history. In all the NBA Finals, 37 to 15. Jay, did he play a great center in the NBA Finals? But now, but now you're going to use it against yeah, him because of who he's he playing so against. Yes, it doesn't them. matter who he will play yes, against. Yes, it does. Are you kidding yes, me? Yes, it does. I'll give you another one. May I? I'm not done yet. I have another one. May I? Look at me, Stephen. Quickly. When Bird 
what? You guys don't give Bird enough credit. When Bird won the 84 championship and he beat the Lakers, you know the Lakers had six Hall of Famers on their roster, including their coach. What Kareem, the hell did he have? Magic, Wilkes, Cooper, Worthy, What and about McAdoo. Dennis Johnson? What Matt about McAdoo. Robert Parrish? What about McHale? What about Ace? What are you talking about? Magic and Bird. You didn't let me finish. Oh, my they, God. And I, who did... I, who, how many Hall of Famers? You're, you're not allowed to talk basketball. Title? How many? What? You're, I'm putting you on punishment for talking basketball on this show for a week. You're, you're not crazy. allowed. You're, you're not allowed. You're you nuts. are crazy. You are and one other thing. I, I can't take anything he says one seriously. One other thing. Anymore. Malone was on the probably top three or four teams, anchored it in the history of the Malone NBA. Malone was great. The 82, Malone 83 was Sixers great. were an all-time classic Moses team. Malone. Okay, listen. Moses Malone was Moses Malone was phenomenal. I'm enjoying this history lesson, but I got to go. You're telling me Shaq's not the most dominant player ever played a game. He didn't have the centers that, I'm, I'm that just, these other guys played up against. Kareem's playing against great centers. Debate's over. Coming up on a fresh hour with the Dolphins. You guys are crazy. Oh, my God. I don't even have Shaq in my top ten. You may continue. Um, a lot of exciting things are coming up. You wouldn't know, but they are. You are built differently. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.